Hey everyone, I'm Tima from Shades and Pages and welcome to Brazenly Shady, your ticket to hot and unfiltered conversations about all things black romance. Tap in everybody, we're about to take y'all on a ride. Okay, so welcome to Days and Bay Review. I'm Sharonda and... And I'm Tima. Hey y'all. And today we have a special guest with us, Miss Alexandria House. Hey girl! Hello, hello, glad to be here. Thank you for hanging with us today. Shooting the shit, you know. Letting it all hang out. (laughs) We appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. So we're here to talk about your talk about your lustrous career as a black romance writer. And um, you know, just you know, to get our audience to know you a little bit better and things like that. So we're gonna start off with these questions. Like you always <laughs> look at it. If you had to choose the most sexual or nasty, the nastiest couple from any of your books, name that couple for me. Wow. Um, Everybody's pretty filthy. Um, Exactly. Let's think. Probably Shoe and Denver. Shoot it. Okay. Okay. Really? Well, you know, you know the blunt scene. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you said couple. You didn't say one person. Right. Couple. Yes. But if you had to pick one person, <laughs> what would that be? Okay. I will say Neil McClain. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> I know that's what you wait now. <laughs> My baby, y'all. The man eats ass. He's a number one. <laughs> she just waiting for you to drop his name. She's Everybody like, know Neil is mine. I don't care what nobody else say. Neil belongs to me. I'm trying to think if I recently wrote somebody else eating ass, and I can't remember. I don't even. It don't even matter because Neil. <laughs> He's the original. <laughs> He's the original ass eater, eating the booty like groceries, and I'm down with it. <laughs> Oh, I could have said up now. Uh-huh. You know what? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I can see. I can see. I can see Denver and Shoe because now that you mentioned that um that blunt scene, mm-hmm. both of them was just wild as hell. And and you know what? I like that shit. Me too. <laughs> she said me too. It's a joy to write. Oh man, I have so much fun. I love this job. I like, I feel, I feel like my favorite Mitchell brother is definitely set because I just love everything about the, him being so possessive. And I just liked how he would lay, he would let um, her put a titty on his back. (laughs) 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 So I feel like that was my favorite Mitchell brother. I loved all of them because all of them I feel like are possessive, but that's set, baby. He could get these walls any day, every day, for yeah, I love real. Too. I love Sid. Sid, that book was 
when I was writing, I was like, what am I doing? What am I writing? <laughs> what and was the idea behind writing those characters? Um, I got the idea for them from a family in my hometown that everybody was scared of. <laughs> and uh like they were known fighters like my brother's 10 years he was he was 10 years older than me so <laughs> he would talk about them all the time when i went to school the kids would talk about them all the time and then even my kids when they went to school they would talk about them so because wow. they, you know, they went to school with we all went to school with generations of them yeah and, but i had never seen these folks fight it's just they had this reputation of being fighters and beating everybody up and yeah. I, I was thinking about it and i was like I want to write a family like that. And so that was the first thought in my head. So the mm. Mitchells were like that family. And um, it kind of just went from there. I knew I was going to write uh, novellas because um, I knew it was going to be darker than I, what I usually do. Right. And I didn't want to have to be in that space to a whole novel myself. So um, I made them novellas and wasn't really expecting it to be what it is, but people really enjoyed them. So I'm, I'm glad. Okay. I'm going to call BS on that. You really wasn't expecting it to be what it was with those goddamn covers that you put out? Really? You already made me like the covers. I wasn't. Because those covers are like the first thing, especially... Which brother in the one with the towel with the dick print? I was like, you ain't got to worry. You ain't got to worry about him because. Okay, so were those covers that you found, or were those like custom? No, the first two were stock photos. Okay, and I was struggling trying to find the cover to book three, and a reader uh, showed me a. a she did a, a shot of. A screenshot of this guy's uh, Instagram, that very picture on his Instagram, and put it in my group. And mm -hmm. I said, <gasps> "So let me go, let me go find him. Let me go talk to him. Let me see if I can have that picture." And he was like, "Yeah." And so I was like, "How much?" And he told me, and I paid for it. And I made, I, I mean, I make all my covers. I put the words and stuff on them myself. So I made the cover, and I was like, and I sent her a free copy of the book. I said, "Girl, you saved the day." <sighs> that man is fine. Mm. I that mean, cover just does something to me, and it's mine. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, the fact fine. that you found that cover like that, that and and the print and the print is another thing. I was like, "Ooh, wait." <laughs> we love it in my bathroom without the words <laughs> on it. I sure do. It's over my bathtub. <laughs> Rightfully so. That's where exactly where it needs to be because mm -hmm. that man is full. Oh man. So when did you realize you wanted to be a writer? Um probably when I realized that nursing wasn't gonna work for me. I was tired of nursing. I've I'd found every nursing job known to man. And I went and found the easiest one where I used absolutely no skills and I still did not like nursing. Yeah. And it, it wasn't to taking care of the people, it's everything that goes with it. It's the administrators and the paperwork and there's, you know, they they work a nurse to death, you know, and I was just tired of it. And I knew I was somebody that always knew from a young age that I didn't want to just work for a job. I wanted to leave some kind of legacy. I knew mm -hmm. a nine to five was not for me. I've never liked it. And that there was something bigger out there for me. But, you know, as a child, as I was obsessed with movies and Hollywood and music. And that was my entertainment was my thing. I love pop culture. 
So I knew there had to be something else I was supposed to be doing because I was just so unhappy. And I was a good nurse. You know, it, mm-hmm. nobody ever said I was a bad nurse. You know, they, you know, you're one of the best nurses and my patients loved me. And so I was like, it's got to be something else. And I thought and thought and thought. And I remember I've always been really good at writing. Like mm-hmm. anything I did that involved writing, I excelled at. Um, even when I called myself I was going to go to medical school and I took the MCAT and my highest score was in the writing part. You know, just every, writing was my thing. and English was my favorite subject. So I said, you know, maybe I could write something. And I started writing and I've been writing ever since. <laughs> okay. Can you give us an update on all things Alexandria House? Um, I just finished writing book two of the Cyclone series, which is technical. And um, that was fun. The characters, um, I really wanted this to be the asshole series. But Dravion, who is the hero in book two, is really, he's super sweet. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. He's such a good guy. So, and his his uh, love interest is a new character. No, y'all haven't met. Okay. Um, and their story is really it's a it's a good story. I think it's a good story. I enjoy writing it. Wrote it really quickly. Um, so now we have to get into the editing phase and all that stuff, which is not as fun as writing it, but you know it has to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a little Christmas short right now okay okay i'm I'm working i'm I'm up in here working you hear me oh okay so speaking of this christmas short um can we get an idea is it going to be a new couple or previous couple from your books new couple just a little new couple yeah yeah damn it okay Uh, Tamika, who planned my event, she around talking about you. You gonna do a holiday, McLean? I'm like, oh my god, I can't escape this. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm doing that. Um, I just, I also finished recently finished Temper Me, which is my third Audible original, and it is getting ready to go into production. It's supposed to release early next year. Okay. So I've been writing right for real writing this year. <laughs> And um, I want, I would like to take some type of break. I'm gonna have to, so give my brain a rest. Um, but we are already planning the next house party. So we're working on that. And I have a little project that I'm working, a little side project I'm working on that I hope to be able to share. It's not a book or anything, but it's um, a website I'm working on. So hopefully once it comes to fruition, a little closer to fruition, I can share that. So I'm working on a lot of stuff. Um, I am sitting here trying to think of this website, what you think. I'm trying to think out of the box. Like, I'm thinking, mm. yeah, I'm thinking, but what's she about to do? Okay. But you know what? I ain't missing the next house party. Okay. I had to work. Honey. But I bet you ain't missing the next one. You missed you miss some things, some big things. I, it, was a, it was some big things at that party. I like big things, so I ain't missing that. Swinging around, they were just swinging, and they swing too. I like big things that swing, so I'm definitely not gonna be missing the next house party. Yeah, yeah. like I saw 
I saw the the wrap ups from um, certain readers, and I was jealous. I ain't gonna lie, I was about to block everybody because I was like, I want this shit. Yeah, it was it was a great. Oh man, I'm proud of it. I'm so proud of it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. She was not happy. She was like, if somebody share another post, and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, y'all, I'm blocking all y'all niggas, all of you. There were a lot of people bad. They were like, well, I didn't know about this. I'm like, I don't know why you didn't know about it. I advertised it. We're going to have to make it next year because we heard some things. But we ain't missing it, Alex. I'm going to be in there. We I ain't got photographic evidence of everything. We're going to be there. Yeah, it's, it's going to be even bigger. It's going to be bigger. We're going to have Hopefully, have more people there. We're probably gonna have more mans. Mans, what? <laughs> more things hey, gonna be. Uh, look, my plan to know it can't be too many greasy chest men in my proximity. Can't be too many. <laughs> Ain't no such thing. It can't, the the event can't be too extra. It can't be too much going on. I'm extra. I love extricity, mm-hmm. and I love naked mans. So, so, and 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 I told her. I said, look. We can do this, that, and the other, but there have to be naked peepees involved. That's my type of party. Because yeah. I love all naked men. I love it. And if they're swinging, heavy equipment is in the building. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. It was. Whew, it was a time. It was a time. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna be, have to be there because yeah, that that sounds that sounds like fun. Sounded like y'all had some fun. We did, we did. So tell us why you decided to write Black Romance. Uh, Because the main reason um, is I really got tired of the narrative that Black women are undesirable. Black women are the bottom of the list of what men want, especially Black men. Um, I think the men who choose to date outside the community get amplified, uh, but that is not the majority of black men. Um, I'm I'm single right now, but I know plenty of people who are married to black men, have good marriages, they're happy, the black men adore them. I've had black men adore me. I've adored black men mostly for reasons other than their personality. And, and, I, um, it's real. Black love is real. I mean, yeah. and, and you get tired of, I just got tired of hearing it over and over again. Black women are undesirable. Nobody wants a black woman. Black women, you know, they're going to they're gonna be single. They're the last ones picked. Mm. You go to the dating apps. Nobody wants a black woman. No, 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 no. It's a man want black woman. women. Right. So and that's never been, a, it's never been an issue for me attracting a black man. So I'm like, what are y'all talking about? So um, that, that's the main reason I wanted to depict what I know to be true, which is that mm-hmm. Black love exists and it matters. Um, you know, the, the divorce rate is high in every race, in every type of marriage. Not that- just, yeah, not just Black on Black love. And it's, it, it's just important to me to, to, uh, to showcase that and to, and to write what I know. I don't know nothing about interracial <laughs> relationship. Ain't that it? I don't know nothing about it. I ain't for the right side for the makeup. <laughs> you know what? You I, like have- I like that answer because I feel like, like you said, that 
like especially with black romance, like this narrative that's always being pushed at, you know, like black people as, you know, getting together as a couple isn't attractive, you know, when we're not, you know, like in the reading space, we always hear that, like, you know, nobody finds, you know, nobody wants to read like straight black romance because Mm -hmm. people can't see that, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, that that don't even make no sense to me because uh, also around me, it's like black people are getting and hooking up with other black people. It's not Mm -hmm. just happening in books. It's happening around us in real life. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. It's very annoying to see yeah, that people it keep is. pushing it that is, it's, it's just not true. It's just not true, you know. Um when when I go you know to an event or um I love to go to live music or a gala or anything like that. I just like I'm extra, I like extra things. Mm-hmm. So if I go to some type of event, the interracial couple is what stands out because it's all black on black in the room. You know, it's not the other way. You you gonna notice them because they're the only ones there. You be like, damn, she come up in here with this white man. Okay. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look over there. Okay, then you all not look away. You know, but I notice it because that's the only right. couple, interracial couple in the room. Right. It, it, the rest of the room is black people together, black couples. They up dancing and stuff together. That's all I see. So you know, you get tired of people acting like that doesn't happen. It does. Right. And then when you go to a like, let's let's say you go to an event, you go to an event where it's like black people, and you be like, huh, I wonder if any single men are gonna be there tonight because these black men are coming with their girlfriends and their wives. So you be like, dang, is a single niggas coming out tonight because everybody hooked up. Right. So, like you said, black love is there. Black love exists, and and we love that you focus on black love. Like, you know how I feel about your stories. You know how I I love them. Thank you. Thank you. Especially okay. my baby daddy. You know how. <laughs> <laughs> but I, for me, I love the idea that we have so many black authors that are giving us different aspects of black people you know we yeah, have like too. the bougie black people we have like the hood black people you know we have mm-hmm. the 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 um the brothers you know and then we have the the you know the mcneils and it's just there's a variation of black people going around so yeah yeah because we're not just we're not a monolith there are different types of black people and mm-hmm. um different careers or they don't have a career or they just work you know shoe worked a factory for years you know mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve to have love because he worked factory for years exactly doesn't deserve because she was a cna you know exactly. it's just, they're just people and you know i know a lot of cnas buddy <laughs> I know a couple of CNAs. I, I, I work with a lot of CNAs. I, I, was, I, was, I was friends with the CNAs. We would be kicking it. So. And that's what I love about, and that's what I love about black romance. Even when you include the urban romance, because you have, uh, you have everybody. You got the hood niggas. You got the CNAs. You got the, you got the C, the CEOs. Everybody, you know, everybody deserve love. And I like, and I love how the authors are writing different stories, not just the same old stories. Everybody, you know, different stories. So I like that. This is a great time for readers. This is like, 
an awesome time for readers with all of these independent authors that don't have to be boxed into a certain way of writing or a certain story that has to have a certain ending. And yes. Write freely. This man, if I didn't write so much and can read as much as I wanted to, I'd be on cloud nine. <laughs> well, I'm on cloud nine. Well, not right now, but I was there like two weeks ago. Right now I'm on cloud negative two. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's Uh-oh. like you say, it's a good time for readers because it's like every time I turn around, it's a new author out there and they're bringing new ideas. Yeah creativity and I love it yes I, I do too I'm I'm just I'm excited for the readers and it's it, 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 it hey it helps me because I'm so much I'm one person I'm so much I can do so there's a lot of material out there you know um, romance readers are hungry all the time they just devour books what so I, I can't Tell keep it, it. I, I look I don't got a little older I can't I can't be spitting out no a book a week I can't do it <laughs> Um, so I'm going to spit it out as well I can. And, and then you can, you got something else to eat in between, you know, that's the best I can do. So I think that's what I love so much about black indie romance is that, you know, like we're getting writer, uh, writing for books rather for black readers. Like it's, it's not always appealing to, you know, the white gaze or to get, mm -hmm. you know, white people to read the books. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's just stories for us. And that's yes. what I love so much about independence. Yes. You know, and that's very important to me. Um, and it was even important when I got with Audible. Mm -hmm. And I, I really enjoy working with them because they do let me do what I do the way I do it. So mm. that's, right. that's important to me. I, I Things have to be, um, it has to sound like I wrote it, if that makes sense. Yes. So yes. if it's overly edited to the point where my voice is lost, then it would be no point in me writing it. So I really love that about them that they let me they let me do my thing you know the way I do it and of course mm -hmm. they edit it and they come to me it is, it is it's a collaboration for sure yeah I, I really like that That's you good. know what you're right because when I first read your first Audible original I and Sharonda can vouch for this I um when I listened to it when I first listened to it I say Sharonda it sound like Alex House I say because I thought her being with Audible this shit was gonna be watered down and I ain't gonna like that <laughs> I listened I listened to Teach Me and I was like girl yes yes I so I like that because I was like Audible when you said when you when you posted I was like mm. Audible. <laughs> I had the sting face. I ain't gonna lie. I can be real with you. I had the sting face because I was like, this shit gonna be watered down and ain't even gonna have no blackness in it. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. But I was shamed. I got shamed up, you know. <laughs> you you learned better, didn't you? <laughs> I learned, child, because I was like, oh, this is Alex, Alex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I protect. Listen, I'm like, um, I do. I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm, I'm very protective of it. Cause very I'm of my yeah. art. So there's some things that I'm just not. I'm not willing to, to to not do. I'll say it that way. I love that, and we appreciate you for that. Oh, thank you. Look at Jesus. Come on. Yes. <laughs> that series, that Audible series, is. I'm. Yeah, I love it. I'm waiting. I'm, I'll be writing on it, yeah. I'll be. You be writing, you be writing your ass off, though. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna give you that. I don't give people much, but I'm gonna give you that, you know. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. 
proud of that series though because I, I put in work with the Roman U series. So yes. I'm proud of it. Yes. I'm and I'm I'm, I'm excited for, for Jacoby to tell me when he got a hold to um touch me and he sent me a message. He said, Oh, you put in work with this one. I was like <laughs> Jacoby later because I was just discussing with somebody about Jacoby today and the way that he reads your books today so we're gonna come back to Jacoby later but what was your inspiration behind the McLean brothers because in my book I feel like that's your most popular series in my book it, it is it is the most uh, let me let me say mm, it's the most successful series uh most popular too but the them boys is real close up behind them. Yeah. Because yeah. now the most I've earned in a month was when I put Ja out. And our big thick eyes. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> oh, so and that shocked me. I was like, whoa, what is this? So, but um, yeah, the inspiration was I had just finished uh the Strickland Sisters. And that was a wild year because in, in that one year, I released Made to Love, Real Love, Stay With Me, Believe in Me, and Be With Me. I wrote and released all those books in one year. You and was so, kidding. I was writing, writing. And That's so cool. I had just finished Be With Me and released it. And uh, it was NaNoWriMo. And I said, okay, I'm going to write, I want to write about a rapper. Legit. That's all. I, I said, well, I'm going to write about brothers this time. And I want to write about a rapper and an NBA player. I didn't know what Neil and Nolan did. I knew that they were, they were twins, though. And um, they had a sister who I didn't intend to write about until I got bullied, but that's another story. So um, that's that's where it came from. I said, okay, I'm going to do this for NaNoWriMo, see what happens with it. And it ended up taking me, instead of 30 days, it took me six weeks to write it. So I finished it in the middle of December and... It to date is the longest book I've written. Um, Let me love you is, and I finished it and I was like, okay, yeah, this I like it. It's pretty good, and um, it you know went through the editing process and I was letting uh, early readers read it and they were like, what is what is this? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, is it okay? You're like, it's so good. I'm like, oh, okay, and then I put it out and I was like, um, what is going on? <laughs> It's big south. To this day, I don't get it. And I know people think I'm crazy. I don't understand the hype. Excuse me? It's big south. First of all, the man is totally in love with freaking Joe. He a big time rapper. He's a family man. He got a big ass dick. Do I need to go on? (laughs) There's so many things. There's so many I, don't, I love it. Don't it's relatable. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't, at the time, I didn't think it was the best thing I'd written, though. I thought really? Be With Me was a better written book. So I was like, what? It just came as a total surprise to me that it was so popular. And I was nervous about because that was the first time I commissioned a, a photo shoot for the cover and everything. I was like, oh, they ain't going to like this cover. Love the cover. Love it. I don't know how this is going to work, you know, so I, I put the cover up and folks lost their minds. I was like, okay, they like the cover. Ever loving mine. 
<laughs> they left the cover. So, okay, we'll see how the book goes. And it and it just went and went and it kept getting all these reviews and people kept. So then I was scared to death to release the second one. I was like, how do I come up behind that? Because I don't even know what I did. I don't even know what I did. Character. That's what you did. <laughs> I don't understand how you ain't getting this, but you know what? I'm going to let you chill. I don't get it. Joan Vassar has tried to explain it to me. She has tried. I don't get it. It's The, the McLean family is relatable. It's like a cult following because Pamela is always cussing me out. Now, I have not even... I, I, I haven't read it yet. I Every time... But she I, should be ashamed. And I told her all the time, you should be ashamed. Wow. But I'm going to let her live because I love her. But anybody else, I'd be like, you ain't read Let Me Love You Yet? What? I mean, but I, 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 I kind of get it in that when the when it kind of hit me that it really was a good book is when the Audible came out. Because mm-hmm. I did it through Tantor. So mm-hmm. the only, I didn't have control of the production. So I didn't know what it sounded like until it released. I heard it the same day everybody else did. They, you know, they sent me a copy that day. So I listened to it and I, I sat there and started crying. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> she called me put his big toe in that. Okay. He put his big I toe in I didn't know. I just they sent me voices and I was like, oh, oh, oh that's him. That's Big Sal. That's yeah. him right there. And just to hear it, and I was like, oh, wow. So is this what everybody's talking about? Yes. And I listened, I would listen to it over and over and over again. I was like, this really is good. Now, I don't understand the people who have like read the whole series 13 times and stuff like that. First of all, you ain't gonna judge us. (laughs) That's what you're not finna do. That's what you're not gonna do. You ain't gonna judge us. Not her baby daddy. No, I read Big South at least once or twice a month, and I'm being real. Once or twice a month when I'm at work, if I got a lot of work to do, I'm putting in Big South. It is what it is. Damn. I appreciate you. Thank you. So I mean, because I feel like the McLean family is relatable. Like I, I can tell you right now, every character in your book, I have someone in my family that mimics a character in your book. Yeah. I got, I got a Neil. I got that one who I call it who fuck around. I got unk. I got big stuff. We I all got, got unk. Everybody got an unk. Oh my god! Everybody got somebody that is just. But that's why I enjoy black romance so much because I feel like like you're reading the stories and we know these people. I always say that like yeah. we know these people. It doesn't yeah. really matter, you know who they are. We know these people, and that. Listen. Yeah, that's important uh, to me for it to feel like real people and sound like real people and talk. And that's why they talk with vernacular. They talk like we talk, you know. Um, it wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel right to me if everybody used exact perfect grammar <laughs> when they talk, and because it's not how we talk. And I think ebonics is beautiful. I think it's it's there's nothing wrong with it. I look at our people brought over from Africa to learn this new language from Southern people that didn't halfway know how to speak it themselves. Right. So, so it is, it became what it is today. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. So I, I feel no shame in writing it because it's a well, part of our culture. But look, everybody wants to 
everybody wants to do ebonics or aave you know but yeah. it's like <laughs> we can't do it and i just like no what like we've been yeah, doing i'm gonna do it right yeah, I'm gonna do it. yeah. Right. we've been doing this all our lives like what do you mean we can't do mm-hmm. it you know, it's do like, i know how to speak properly of course i have degrees and stuff yeah. this is how i choose to talk you know it doesn't make me any less intelligent come on with it i be slipping up at work sometimes like <laughs> i, I want to be like <laughs> slipping up at work but you know <laughs> What character in those books would you get along with in real life? Honestly, probably all of them because I understand everybody. I know all the nuances. I know their whys and why they do things they do. And I, I, I don't think I would have a problem getting along with any of them. You know, because they, they live in my head. We, we get along fine because they all live in my head anyway. <laughs> I probably get along better with Neil. Oh Lord, oh, my God. <laughs> Neil up the best. Give us, <laughs> come on, ma'am. You're gonna kneel us to death. Oh my goodness, she loves her. <laughs> You're gonna have to write uh, somebody else for her because I think she is in love with Neil. Fictional, I'm have to write a, a Neil adjacent. I don't know, somebody else, a cousin <laughs> or something, a cousin of East Booty. <laughs> something. Okay, what was your decision behind writing unapologetically? Black stories. Now, why ain't that come out right? But <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I posted a while back about my upbringing and how I grew up and what I grew up around. And I grew up in a little southern town that was predominantly black. They had the biggest black uh, population in, in the state. There's an HBCU in our town. Um, my mother was a school teacher. My father was, it, it, well, she's a retired school teacher. My father's still a very old physician <laughs> he's still working <laughs> oh i hope you don't hear this he's still working um all of my doctors were black the lawyers that we knew were black um all i knew was black and i knew black excellence and my children are third generation a graduates of that same hbcu i'm second generation my parents were the first um my mother grew up in the country and three of them were teachers, you know, and my mother grew up in like the 50s. So three of them ended up being teachers. That's all I knew was black excellence and being black and being black never occurred to me to be a handicap. I didn't see that growing up. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know it was an issue. And even when I was raising my kids before I moved from that town to a predominantly white town, all my kids knew was that black that blackness and that black life and how, you know, the, the, the only college in town is black. Everybody, the, the president of the college, everybody was black. And so my youngest, when we moved to this other town, she said, wow, I didn't know what they meant when they said blacks were minorities. I was like, no, they're not. Everybody's black here. She said, I didn't understand it until we moved here. Mm-hmm. So I write because that's the life I live that I did I never lived a life where I thought I couldn't succeed because I'm black because everybody around me succeeded and and were black at the same time um it was understood I would go to college when I graduated it was, it was understood I would get a good job and you know buy a house and all of this stuff it was just understood so that's all I know so I that's all I know to write is the is the black experience that I had where we didn't exist 
as black people in a white world, our world was black. Exactly. I like that. And it's just that's all I ever knew. And to this day, it's it's what I know. If I'm gonna get a doctor, I'm gonna find me a black doctor, a black dentist. It's just I mean, everything was <laughs> everything was black. And I didn't realize what a privilege it was mm. until I talked to people who didn't grow up like that, who yeah. didn't understand, who weren't taught things, who didn't, you know, every album my parents bought, all the music was black. I was not allowed to have white baby dolls growing up. I never had one white baby doll. So that's, that was, that's just all I knew. And I didn't know that that was such a big deal because it was my reality until yeah. I talked to other people who were like, oh no, I didn't know this and I didn't do this and this, that and the other. I'm like, really? Yeah. I thought everybody grew up that black. <laughs> you know, that's just what I thought. I can tell. Yeah, I, I'm always shocked when you ask people sometimes and you, like totally black experience growing up. Same for me, totally black experience. So this thing of like white, 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 white. I'm like, mm, I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> I, never, I never worried about yeah. what they thought or what I don't now. I don't worry about what they think of what I do mm-hmm. because I doubt that any of them are sitting around wondering now I wonder what the black folks gonna say about what I wrote. They don't care, <laughs> you know. Exactly. I be having stuff to say. I be having stuff to say, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt that they're sitting up in at in their, at their computer or typewriter, whatever they're using, depending on who. Right. Worried about the black gays. Yeah, because. Black gays. You're right, because when I read cock, I cringe every damn time. I'd be like, I, listen, listen, I hate that word. You understand? I, I, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. It, it. it bothers me all the way down to my soul. I hate this word. I'd be like, man, this ain't right. Why they call it that? Oh, my God. It just sounds like something that stinks. It sounds stanking to me. It sounds like a that chicken. word is Stankin', you hear me? Cockle doodle do. I'm thinking about a chicken when I hear cock. I'm thinking cockle doodle do chicken. Chicken, chicken, <laughs> shit. You thinking about chicken shit, ain't you? Because when you think of chicken, live chickens, you think of their shit. So that's what you're thinking when you think. I, oh, I almost said it. Oh, the week make you see it, but I feel you. <laughs> oh, I can't stand that word. I cannot stand it. Stand it. I'm like, what is? Where y'all come up, cock? If a man tells me, oh, you want this cock? No, I do not. No, sir. No, sir. If I you want, tell me I that. Some dick. I wanted some dick. But right. You said cock, so I'm, I'm out of the mood now. So, I'm out of it. Because uh, obviously you don't know what you're doing if you're saying cock. That's what I'm thinking. You can leave. I got something to take care of. I, I, got, a, I got a mechanical <laughs> dick over here. Right. Uh, because I got a food with no cock. This is a dick. <laughs> I got a big dick. I got a big black dick. I don't need that. <laughs> you. you know, we could find. Okay. I mean, we like dick, dick. The word is dick. Doggy, so I'll take doggy too. Like I just, I'll take it. 
take pee pee. I would take pee. Pee pee. Wood. You can call it wood. You can call it pipe. Right. I like that. Anything but a car. Any. I promise. I promise. Third leg. I like third leg. Whatever you want to call it. We <laughs> you can even call it work. You want this work? I'll take work, I darling. Do, I do. I want some work. Work me. Rock the boat. Work the middle. I did, but no, sir. I don't want. I don't want no cock. No way. <laughs> you right. That's a quick way to drive me up. Who's who's rapping the word cock? You know. Get that shit out of here. They love that. And his stick cock. I'm like, cock's a stick. <laughs> Go on now. Go on. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. Well, this went left, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you knew this was going to go left, though. You knew this. <laughs> all right. I'm all right. I'll go. <laughs> I was ready. Do you have a favorite genre outside of romance? Do I love um, thrillers, uh, psychological thrillers, and mystery and suspense? I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can love that. that. The weirder and crazier, twistier, the better. If I if I can't figure it out, you did something. Usually, I can figure. I've I've read and watched so much of that, I can usually figure it out. It doesn't stop me from finishing it because I mean I'm a writer, so I'm writing it while I read it. You know. But, yeah. Um, I love just. I want it to be just twisted. You hear me? Just the weirdest shit. I just. <laughs> I can see this. Like I really can see this. I love weird, dark stuff. Like I love horror movies. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you looking like that? <laughs> I do. I love dark stuff. You would. You wouldn't think necessarily, but I do. I love romance too. I do. I love black romance. <laughs> well, I'm sure you do. I'm sitting. Here. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, I do love that. I love. I love to. to I mostly listen on Audible because uh-huh. I try to save my little eyes to write. Uh, but right. Yeah. So can we expect to maybe get, well, we had a paranormal romance from you, which yes. was scary, yeah. but do, can we plan to see like a, like a horror or, you know, a thriller or something like that from you in the future? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. If it happens, it happens, but I, I doubt it because I, I, I don't, the stories that pop in my head are never that. Mm-hmm. It's always a love story. That's just what pops into my head. And it's probably because for a very long time, that's all I read was romance. And that's kind of what I cut my teeth on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always a love story that pops into my head. It might be a love story about some, some immortals, but it's always a love story. Yes. So I do want to revisit my immortals because when I wrote the sanctuary, I wrote it, I wanted it to be a trilogy. So I do want to revisit them. Um, that was on my plans to write this year, but I have done a lot of writing, so I don't know if it's going to happen. You was busy this year. You was really busy this year. 
yeah but i do want to i have two i have both the stories that i want in that um trilogy and i have the names and i have the covers okay. i just don't have the i just don't have the stories written <laughs> okay okay i love this i'm, I'm, I'm getting excited yeah, yeah. we wait and we, we'll be sitting in a cut you know I ain't sitting in no cut. Nah, I don't do cut. I'm gonna email. I'm a message and be like, "Yes, yeah, so what's up?" <laughs> One thing about it, when it when it starts flowing, it flows. So whenever it really starts flowing with me, uh-huh. I'll knock it out pretty quickly. Okay. So it's just, it's just I'm gonna be in the group like. <laughs> Yeah, for one thing, I got to go back and read Sanctuary and remember everything, all of the stuff I said. <laughs> you know what? That's very important. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like authors don't realize that readers remember stuff. Because some of these books I be reading, I be like, "Nah, the dog wasn't named that in the last book." How does <laughs> I be remembering you know, dog? I, I, said, I know because it's because I was a reader first, so right. I was a reader before I ever considered writing. And so I'm so what, what goes through a reader's head. So I'm like, I got to go back because I got to remember what tribe it was and what the land was called. I don't write so many books since Sanctuary, right? But I called. I got to remember the rules of you know the universe and all this kind of stuff. So I'm gonna have to go back and read that first, and then. And I, I was looking over it the other day. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I called it. So, so, <laughs> so that I can, I can, I, I do. Continuity is very important to me, and especially across a series. So that's that's why. I ain't trying to fool with the McLean's again. Cause I had to go back and read five whole books to remember how many kids they got and how old the kids would be right now. And where the kid I'm listen, I'm too lazy. I'm All you gotta do is ask the readers. <laughs> somebody somebody actually I said that in like a the question to answer on Instagram, I answered they got too many kids. I don't know how old they are. Do you know somebody emailed me all the kids' ages? <laughs> Damn. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's a help, but here I said, "What?" I'm, I'm telling you, we dedicated in this bitch. Hello, <laughs> y'all really are. <laughs> I am looking for a McLean Thanksgiving or Christmas story uh-huh. one year. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you chill on that, but I'm just throwing that out there in the atmosphere that this is what I would like. I would love to do it. It would have to be stories for each uh, couple, and I just listen, listen. The McLeans, that was that was fun to write. It was also very tiring because of the personalities and everybody had these big personalities. So I'm dealing with all of them and their stories and trying to tie everything together and make sure that it makes sense in the in the you know chronology of it and everything because I'd like to jump timelines and stuff. So I'm trying to make sure everything makes sense. Try to write cat story where it wouldn't be repetitive of what was told in these other books. I was tired, T-I-D-E, you hear me? Tired, child. T-I-D-E when I got through with that series. Well, you did a good job. You did a good job. Well, thank you, thank you. So, I'm, you know, I, I would I would probably do it one day, but it would have to be like, I ain't got, I ain't done nothing about two months. And I just work on that and have the brain for it. Because we know Kim and Leland still having a bunch of goddamn children. I thought she said she didn't want no more children. Every time I turn around, she having children. Hey, hey, Leland trying to keep her down. <laughs> I'm like, keep, I don't know. <laughs> Leland keeping her down. <laughs> Big South, I ain't even going to go on Big South in the fact that he don't even know how to use a condom, but we going to let that <laughs> Can you blame Joe? I'm there to be. I'll be busting it open every goddamn time for Big Salt. Every time. 
You ain't got to worry about taking eat. You don't have clothes. Think about Big So, and I have to throw this question in here. How does it feel to write like the most hated villain in a story with Esther Rizas? Like, how does it feel? We don't like that hope. She was fun. The villain was always fun. She and Bugs was so much fun to write. Oh my God, Bugs. I laughed every time I wrote a line for Bugs because he was so stupid. It's just... And they were fun. They were just fun. I had a blast writing her. And I, it, y'all are so funny. I, I actually, I'm going to admit, I enjoy triggering y'all too when I put those posts. <laughs> All I got to say, yes, Sarie said, she triggered now. She triggered now. Look at her. I always say this whole ass trick. Like, that's my <laughs> Yo, the group goes crazy when she posts. <laughs> Y'all could never. What? Never be an old hoe? Never. I'm like, I can be Never have a dry pussy. I mean, it's all the Listen, if you want to wake up the group, post Asterisk. Everybody but to go crazy. Like you know, put her name. If I just put her name, they go they go go in up under the phones. I'm like, man, that was a, it's a, it was a blast writing her. Oh my god. That woman was Delusion. she was something else. I am who child. Oh, oh my god. That's all I'm saying. Praise break. Praise break. <laughs> it's the neat press. But anyway, what's the most surprising thing you discovered while writing your books? Did y'all like them? <laughs> I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love, I absolutely love what I do. I love, my. the best part is when it's all written and all edited and I get to read, do that last read through and see what I did. And I'm like, Bitch, you wrote this. You wrote that shit. You wrote this from A to Z. You hear me? You took the 26 letters and you made magic. Magic. So oh, I feel so proud now. Then, then I hit mm-hmm. upload and publish. I'm like, oh, shit. Dang, I like this. Every time. And you know I get the text messages. I get the text messages. So every time I see the text messages come to me, I'd be like, oh, shit, now. <laughs> And my like my kids are like, Mama, 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 you do this every time. You do this every right. time. Why, why do you say this? I said no, but for real. But this time, for real, they probably ain't gonna like it. So I be I be dancing. I just got through with technical, and I was I felt good writing it, y'all. I did. I finished, and I and I sat there and I said, I called my oldest. I said, I don't know what the hell I just wrote. This it sucks. It's probably the worst thing I've written in my life. She said, What? <laughs> And, and mind you, I've already had somebody read the first half. She thought it was wonderful. I said, no, nah, it went downhill after that. It went downhill. I don't know what I was thinking. And she said, okay, mama. She said, well, I guess this is just a ritual. Now you got to think it's... It, it's Right. Like, they probably feel in that. I'm like, here she go again with this bullshit. Here she <laughs> That's how they... I mean, all three of them, they just be looking at me like... <laughs> like, why, well, why are you doing this, lady? Just tell me like, 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 mama, come on now. You do this yeah. every time. I said, would I be meaning it? I'm sincere. I sincerely think it sucks right now. So, 
Look at me. I'm like, girl, go on now, go on. If you say this every time you publish a book, then I already know I ain't have no worries and I'm ready to read this shit because it's going to be fire. Oh, man. I'm sitting up like, I feel like it's boring. I think th- I think it's boring because, you know, me and John Bassett talk all the time. So I'm, I'm talking her through what I've written. I said, you think that's boring? And she said, what? <laughs> but you're fucking hilarious. So it's like even the dialogue, just listening to you, I mean, reading you write something, I'd be like, this woman is a damn clown. Like, I'd be cackling while I'm writing. I'd be so serious. <laughs> <laughs> What I do if it pop into my head, I'll, I'll, I'll post it, and then my daughter will call me mama. <laughs> what are you gonna post it? <laughs> what, 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 what did the, uh, was it today or yesterday? I posted my kids keep taking me off of speakerphone in public. Yes, my youngest had me on speaker while she was going to the store to get some stuff. And I say, I said, nigga, something. I said, oh shit, you on, I'm on speaker, ain't I? She said, okay, well, I'm <laughs> that's gonna be me with my son because he's gonna be like mama chill man chill i what is chill because i don't know what that is. i love it when i get the notifications i be at work cockling i'm like listen here i be late to the party but when i get there baby <laughs> we know we're getting authentic stories and we live for that we live for it come yeah. on through I try. I, I really do try. I, I I am very. I'm I'm a clown, but I am very serious about these books. I'm serious <laughs> about them being relatable and being black. I'm, I'm I'm serious about that. So we love black. Me too. Black is beautiful. Black, black is. That's on my affirmation list every morning. I say black is beautiful. Then I follow up with I am beautiful because I am beautiful. Yes. So you know, yes. just put that over there. We washing my hands or something. I say. Look at you, you pretty bitch. Look at you. <laughs> yes. I said that too. I'd be like, God, I'd be sending pictures to my sister. I'd be boy, I find that. I say, God damn, I'm fine. I listen, listen. Look at me. I keep going to this train and get finer than I am. Y'all can better tell me nothing. I'm coming up in the house party in a bikini, baby. Yeah. Yes, bitch. I can't wait to see it. It better be Let me get finer. Let me get finer. Let me get fine. Like, you already oh, fine. Oh, you already fine. Oh, come on now. I'm a, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I know Liz. You right. You right. <laughs> now I hope it's a thong bikini because I'm gonna be looking too. <laughs> yeah, all these all these pock marks on my booty gonna be out, girl. Yes, yeah, all of them. French marks. And <laughs> My badge of honor for them through cheering. I care. Ain't a child. I love a good. I love ass on a woman. I really, really do. I like. Mm. Yeah. And Alex, we you got some eyes. I know it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I mostly have titty. I, I'm really. I am very titty blessed. The titties be titty in, and I love that shit too. I love titties. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know my assets. My assets are my titties. <laughs> I, have, I have nice lips and I have nice legs and all of them may be out at the same time you know who knows you know lips is a blessing too nice lips is a blessing too I'm just saying yeah 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 I, my parents gave me they just gave me a few things but they gave it to me in abundance they did, they did. ain't it nice do you have any favorite authors sure um see, I hate this though because I'll forget someone 
Um, right now, my ultimate fave is I've, I've named, I've dropped her name a few times today. Yes, you have. Yes, sir. I, I love, 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 love Joan's work. Um, I have told her this. I have credited her with saving my mind last year. Mm-hmm. Um, in early this year, when I found her books, I was like, what in the world is this? Yeah. I just, it's just, you never... I'd never seen anything like it. And I do like historical fiction, but it most of it's written by white people, you know, about the black experience. Mm. So to see what she did with it and how she took a time when there when we were enslaved and made a hero, she made heroes out of it and, and gave them agency and autonomy and all this stuff. I thought, what kind of brain does this woman have to think of this? I remember so, you. I remember you talking about her because I, I think I read, unfortunately, Francine because of you. So I'm still waiting for part two, Joan. Come on now. Yeah, she, I told her, you got, she, she, she did that. There's a list of things she did and that's on it because I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed the way her mind works. I'm the like, audio was amazing. And I don't, that mind was an asshole, but I, I was like, you know what? I, I let him be an asshole once yeah, you. Yeah, he can slide. <laughs> Once you drop the dick on me, you know, (laughs) and and in that Jacoby voice, you know, yeah, I mean, he really can't do wrong at that point. Listen, man, that book, I I enjoyed the audio. I read it like I I got the the Kindle um version too, but when I got the audio, I was like, you know what? Every time I see Jacoby on friggin' audio, I'm gonna just buy it. I ain't even gonna. I'm just buying it. It is what it is. I mean, he just I can't has a voice for it. He really does. Like his voice is amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I love her. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking who else. I discovered Brandon Massey um, this year, and he, he's he's black, and he writes like um, some paranormal, some horror. And I really enjoyed. I like listened to everything he had on Audible, and I really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I, you know, I like the big names in indie romance. Um, uh, Christine C. Jones, Love Belvin, mm-hmm. Falls, Alexandra Warren. I enjoy all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think who else? I mean, you uh, big up there too now. Hey. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to that, to being in yeah. that category. Um, I enjoy me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay. I'd like to thank me. I'd I, like to thank me. I enjoy Alexandria House. You yes, know, yes. I enjoy her books. Um, I enjoy living off of, of her books. And um, <laughs> trying to think of who else. Who else have I read lately? Hmm. I really have been. I've had Black and unfortunately Francine on the loop. Like <laughs> that's all I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that, that, that's that's about all I've been doing now. It's it's okay. hard to read and write. Yeah, I don't want to. While I'm writing, all of a sudden I'm sounding like whoever I'm reading. I'm, yes, I'm, afraid, I'm very afraid of that. So I try not to read when I'm writing. If unless it's something of mine, I listen to, or something I've listened to before, where I won't be, I, I can half pay attention to it if that makes sense because I've already listened to it. Um, okay. Yeah. I do have the fort on my uh, on my tablet, so okay. 
I'll be, I'm going to read it with my eyes. I told her she's special because I'm reading with my eyes and not my ears. <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to, I'm not a big historical fiction fan, but I've heard some, um, so many positive things about the Black series. So I might, I might tackle it and see it's, it's what it do. Not, it's different. It's not what you think. A lot of people, and I told her this, when she put, Unfortunately, Francine out on audio. I said it's going to be bigger than a black series simply because a lot of black people are going to run from that slave thing because right. we don't want torture porn. We don't want to deal with that. Right. And it's not that whatsoever. It it is. It's rest assured you're not going to be traumatized with that. Okay. These, these folks, they they killing white folks and stuff. So <laughs> well, put my hands on that right about now. Yeah. What they Okay. Actually, when you get to when you get to Elbert, you gonna be like, "Whoa, okay, that's that's why I'm fighting folks for Elbert's love." Because <laughs> Elbert wasn't no joke. Okay, so it's okay. it's it's very good. Um, it is set in the 1800s, so you know it's horses and carriages and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, it's it's a different. It's an experience. When okay. He says you're about to experience. Mm-hmm. He ain't lying because it's an experience, and I'm okay. there's only so many historicals i've read and this is this blew everything out the water okay. i'm gonna take your word for it i'm gonna check it out yeah i, I got it but then when i when i read the the blurb i was like Mm-mm. so let i went and got, let jacoby read it to you let so i went and got unfortunately francine and i was like oh okay <laughs> she'd be she'd be writing writing what do you want readers to take away from your work um i hope they take away that black love is real impossible and it matters representation matters um that you don't have to um that we don't have to beg and plead a non-black writer to write black people there are plenty of black people writing black people um i hope that they get some joy from reading it i hope that they laugh and smile and maybe they may want to cuss me out. That's okay, because I know I did my job. Exactly. Um, they may be angry. They may cry a little bit. That's okay, because I know I did my job. Um, but I hope that they come from it saying, okay, she understands Black people. Yes. She understands Black love. I hope that that's the main thing I hope they get out of it. And I hope that Black women feel seen in the books. Yes, that they can see. That's why I make it a point to have different complexions and different sizes and different because every black woman deserves love. Yes, you don't have to be a CEO or whatever to deserve. You can, like I said earlier, you can be a CNA. And um, that's why. Did you see the uh, Tamer? Did you see the the temper me cover in the group? I sure did. And that's why she the color she is. <laughs> I saw, I, I saw it. I was like, I had commented, but then I um I think I commented. I was like, oh, we got another Ryan. I said, <laughs> I said we got another Ryan. Okay, light skin king. Okay. If you remember him from Touch Me, he's Charlotte's brother. Oh, shit! And Giovanni Giovanni says, dude looks, he looks mixed. He looked biracial to me. 
So yeah. that's why he's light skinned. Oh, you know what? No, I did not know because I was like, "Oh, we got another Ryan." Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that's Van. That's Van London. <laughs> okay. Okay. Again, I want to go back to when you said you want black women to be seen in your books. Let me tell you how seen I was in Sage and Neil's book. I mean, right? Because, and I know I keep going back to this, and I feel like this is why this is one of my favorite books, outside of the fact that Neil is eating ass. <laughs> I feel like Sage went through the um, green card situation and me being bohemian and me marrying an American. And I went through that same situation um, where I feel like I, I, you know, I went through the green card. So I kind of like felt her struggles being an immigrant. And so that's why that's one of my favorite books, because I feel like it's it's a good redemption story and um, where Sage, you know, started fresh in America and Neil, you know, he fucked up. He did his thing. But, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. And I feel like even though you fuck up, you still deserve love. Yeah. You know, so that's why I feel like that's my favorite story. And given that chance, he, he showed. He showed up, baby. And he was yeah. flopping dick off. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna have to give her a follow up, just her, because she seems to just love. Well, me. they wait, didn't I put them in one of the mixtapes? You sure did, and I feel like it wasn't enough, but anyway. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> see what I mean? See what I mean? I was knew that. Was he not eating ass in on the mix? In the mix That's how I knew it was them because they was eating, he was eating ass. I already knew that from Joe. I was like, oh, he eating ass? that's my boy. The mixtape here, and we were like, oh. We, cause we, cause we, I think we reviewed it on our um Chris. It was around Christmas time, I think, on our episode, and I was like, I knew it was Neil, because he ate ass. <laughs> and a man that eats ass, you know what, needs protection. Protect that man <laughs> at all costs. At, at all, all costs. <laughs> he needs protection. Oh. Where the man, Where the nigga? Them that wrap him up in bubble wrap. That's bubble wrap. Tape him tight and just I put him right to my dough because I welcome him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't know that the ass eating would, would, would be so endearing. Uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that you enjoyed it. It's a vibe. I and just, I like I just it. I tried to make him as nasty as I could, you know. <laughs> let's normalize men eating ass, okay? Just, yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? You know? Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. I mean, it's 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 an experience. Uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm like, so you're eating my ass right now, huh? This is different. Make my eyes cross. Come on. Like I said, <laughs> if a man, if you know that I'm dating a man, you already know that he asked because this is not an option. Okay, this is the requirement. Okay. Rest, I'm assured, rest assured that his tongue has met your asshole. Yes. Okay. Once, twice, three, four, five, and you know it more than five times because this is a requirement for we me. We ain't got to wonder. We ain't got to wonder about this. Don't, you know, wonder. If you see him next to me, you'll be like, that boy eats some good ass. You know, yes. In, in yes. the words of the poet Maxwell, don't ever wonder. Don't ever. Come on. Come on with it. <laughs> Just know if he's standing next oh, to me. He's the highest of the high, ain't he? It's gonna be something, child. But uh, what is something the book community can do to support your work? <laughs> um, 
just tell tell you tell your friends about them you know tell, spread the word as, as the indie reading community does so beautifully i am so appreciative so 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 appreciative to this community of readers um you know just keep doing what you're doing tell tell your friends and reading friends about it. tell your non-reading friends about them uh write my books uh buy books for gifts uh buy buy books for yourself read them after you buy them so that you'll want to read some more um you know buy the audios and because that costs a lot of money for me to produce so, so so buy them and listen to them and leave reviews and um I am putting some things on my own site now, you know, trying to do this independent thing where I can get a little more money for my intellectual property. Yes. So, uh, be, you know, come, come support me there too. Buy it there. And, um, I mean, I'll, I'll always make it available, you know, other platforms, but it's always good. I try, I'm going to try to start starting them off on the site, try to, you know, try to make just a little more money. Yeah. So, um, if you can support me that way, you know, just honestly, I don't know what more I can ask because this community has been be- beautiful, just awesome to me. And I'm so, so appreciative. When I first, I mean, from jump, I've gotten a lot of support and I, I don't take that for granted. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy to be doing what I'd love to do for a living and that I'm able to, to uh, not be homeless. <laughs> right, right, because it's, it's getting cold over here. We need <laughs> You know, I'm glad that I'm able to keep a roof over my own head. Right. Using what God gave me, to, you know, what, what is in my head, what, what comes out of my head, you know, that I'm yeah. stories and that act, y'all actually understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you buy them and I can love it. A career, you know, I, I'm so thankful for that. So I can't ask much more than, than what I'm already getting. You all doing what you're doing now, interviewing me and, and doing reviews and you know, all that stuff. I'm, I'm very, I can't, I couldn't be any more appreciative. I'm very appreciative. I realized that I'm fortunate, you know, to have the support that I have. Mm-hmm. And as long as I am in half of a right mind, I will continue writing. <laughs> I will continue writing and I hope you all will continue reading. Definitely. We have our support here. I mean, your stories are amazing. You're amazing. And oh, just thank you. see, you know, your growth, you know what I mean? And just oh, wow. coming up thank in the community, listen, we're here for it. Yeah. And I, I can, uh, I can see growth too. I can see me being a lot more comfortable, um, in, in fitting into my own little lane and mm-hmm. being okay with, you know, I, I know, what I do, the way I do what I do is a little different. It's, it, I'm not saying I it reinvented the wheel, but I know it's a little different from other indie mm-hmm. authors. So, um, you know, I had to get comfortable with writing the way I write, you know, and doing what I do and and saying dick and pussy all the time. <laughs> you know, and we and love that. Core and member and all these euphemisms I was using at first because I was like, it's romance. It should be really pretty. And I was like, well, this is how niggas talk. Whatever, dick, right. pussy. <laughs> this is what we say. This is, That's romantic to me. Whose pussy is this? That's right. a romantic yeah. thing you can say. <laughs> so right. it ain't always got to be flowery that's words to be romantic. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. 
Yeah, her, her wet heat, her flowery guy. Anybody want to see that shit? You know, like... Yeah, I had that. Oh, I, man. Had that. I was like, what would turn me on? A man waxing poetic while he inside me. I'm like, nigga, what are you talking about? You know? Right. So I had to decide, okay, I ain't, I ain't doing that. That's not even comfortable. I'm writing what I know. And this is how a man, if a man say... Oh, you want this dick? Oh God, I'm turned on. So <laughs> I'm turned on as fuck right now. So I'd be like, yes. I'd be like, yeah. Man, he's so romantic. You oh, anything is this shit mine? I'd be like, hell yeah, this yours. <laughs> like, like a Zoe, you ain't been giving my pussy away. Oh, baby, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on. I had to get comfortable with that. So that's the growth I see. I had to get comfortable with just writing what I knew. Mm-hmm. And not try to sound like a romance writer. So, um, well, we love yeah. it. We love you it. Know. Keep coming. So, yeah. Well, one one last question before we get ready to wrap up. Okay, so we talked about the Strickland sisters. Um, can we look forward to another series from you? Um, in the future about some more sisters? Yes, yes, I have one in mind. Um, about three sisters who's. And their father is a blues singer, like a blues legend, like a nasty blues legend. And um, I had the whole thing mapped out. It's set in Memphis. And I know their names and what their careers are and their guys' names and everything. I think I want it to be a novella series. Okay. I just have to, I had, listen, I have an abundance of ideas. I just have to sit down and write them all. So. Okay. I really want to. I'm excited about that one. I even went to Memphis to like look around and take pictures and research and stuff. So I have all my stuff for that one. I just, I just got to okay. get it right. It's, it's on my, um, it's part of my goals for next year, along with writing book three of the Cyclones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you so much for blocking time out of your schedule to meet with these two crazy females, women, crazy women. Thank you for having me. This is fun. (laughs) I was like so excited when you agreed to do this. I was like, I went to Sharonda. I was like, oh, Alex House said yes. (laughs) We got to be in this bitch. Because you know I love you. And you know I got your back from day 22. Yes. And I'm always read your shit. And you know, we go back from 1920. So it's like. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so you know I'm there. Jay what? Two zero. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Day 16. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. We thank you so much for joining us uh tonight and just blessing us with your presence. And uh we're gonna support forever. So we thank you. Thank you so 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 much. Hey y'all, it's Sharonda at Brazen Bait Reviews. If you're at the end of this episode, we thank you so very much. Be sure you're following us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Brazen Bait Reviews Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Brazenly Shady. Check out the books we read for this episode. The details are in the show notes. 
And until the next bout of shenanigans, we'll talk to y'all then. <laughs>